You're now listening to Black No Filter with That's Why I'm Fab No IG Angela LGK Music And listen, we, it's, it's come to our knowledge that certain people under a certain age are listening to our podcast um, And we just like to let you guys know that certain things may not be suitable for young ears On a sit down and don't listen <laughs> to the podcast because <laughs> it's not for you Thanks. This is Black No Filter. We don't want to filter ourselves and we're going to discuss certain things that may have happened in the past. Don't want to. Not going to. Hide your kids. (laughs) (laughs) I like that actually. (laughs) Just hide your kids in it. Thank you. We watched Avengers Endgame. I wonder how many sermons included the Avengers Endgame as something positive. (laughs) 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 Replacing Iron Man for Jesus. (laughs) Or... How many sermons were saying were basically condemning people for running to the cinema to watch Avengers Endgame? I'm I'm sure that it happened. So you know, like obviously I'm Jamaican, and you know I think we had this conversation before, Angela. Mm -hmm. That people say (laughs) when I was when I was so I grew up in church. Actually, I didn't. So I I only started coming to church when I was nine and a half, ten perhaps nine. Um, that's when I first started coming to church. I think I believed in God beforehand, but I didn't really have any kind of like regular church attendance. Anyway, I remember moving city. I grew up in Manchester. Then I moved to Bristol and I started going to church. I had a lot, a lot going on in my little life. And then I was like, I want to go to cinema. But in Manchester, you call it the pictures. I want to go to the pictures, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Are you in like 1960s? Do you know what? I've had enough of your behavior. I want to need you to put some respect on my damn name. Anyway, you know, imagine of the flickering, like you know, when it like those old movies where it just flicked between pictures. We're gonna have less of your <laughs> young '90s born disrespect. Just relax. Did you call it the pictures too? No, I didn't. Right, but I know people that did. Thank you. Anyway, yeah. So I remember talking to somebody in church excitedly with my nine-year-old self. And if you can imagine, I was even more excited than I am these days. Anyway. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to the pictures, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, what? And I said, yeah, I'm going to the pictures with my mum to watch something. And they were like, oh, you shouldn't be going to the pictures. And I was like, why? And I said, think about it, Fabrice. Like, what is the pictures? And I said, what? I didn't get it. Like, what's it called? And I said, the cinema. They're like, yeah, cinema. You should not be going. Oh, my God. And I I just didn't understand. I was like, what? (sighs) And they made it seem as if if I walk into the cinema, then I was going to be, I don't know, like taken over by terrible, I don't know, like fallen angels or anything that you watch in the cinema, you weren't allowed to watch. And then (laughs) alongside with this, people say this with one hand. No, like, sorry, people say this. And then the next thing they say is, and do you know? Yeah. Do you know there are places that even angels fear to tread? And one of those places is the cinema. And I was like, Oh my gosh, is my guardian angel just going to be chilling outside? Leave at the door, he'll be like, Yeah, you know what, go in, I'll wait for you. I'll find you back out. We'll meet back out here, yeah, at the bus stop. <laughs> and I was just like, This is foolishness. But you know what? I grew up thinking that for a little while, with my little nine, for at least two or three years, I think. I mean, I still went cinema, like, let's not get twisted. But I genuinely thought for a long time, oh, my guardian angel is not going to be happy and they can't protect me because I'm going to be in the cinema. Imagine. Absolutely. Imagine. What's the point of a guardian angel if they're afraid to go against the demons? Well, in it. What's the point? So the guardian is only with you when you're safe. Yes. But when you're in danger, the guardian angel is like, nah, you it know It doesn't what? make any sense, You know does what, it? fam? I can't go in there. <laughs> the cinema, you say, nah, sorry, it's not happening. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you know i've heard i've heard like other you know what christians are just creative i've heard someone say a similar thing about carnival and they say you can't go to carnival and i said oh really he was like yeah because what does carnival can you say that again carnivals <laughs> i swear to you i'm not lying <laughs> Carnival, a couple, like, couple of things and like it that. comes from like people eating each other. I said, <laughs> "What kind of Wikipedia are you guys oh, reading?" Wow. Kind of I carnival. mean, I give you A for creativity, but it's, that's really not true. <laughs> and you need to stop spreading that because you know where they spread it the most. Yeah, it's aunties on WhatsApps. It's that same spirit of. I don't know what school they go to yeah. to read all these messages. Because, and I get it from everybody all the time. And I'm like, I don't understand. I've seen the maddest things. Don't pick up your phone on... I don't hold your phone on your left ear because... Da, 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 da. But you know, the, the funniest thing is that you'll find in the message they'll be saying you but they'll only be using the letter you the spelling will be completely off they'll be like really bad grammar and i just think rah and they say this doctor in mumbai has said that has found research stop sending that that's fake news so so incredibly gullible i don't understand it's really bad thank you but yeah, do you know what I have to say? Like literally moving from Manchester. Well, not it's not about where I moved from. It's more about coming into a coming from a place of not going to church and then starting going to church. Uh, life was a bit weird, and I just found a few things very very off. Um, <clears throat> so obviously I was young when I started coming to church and stuff. But there's so many things that are just like unspoken rules or just like social etiquette that happens inside of church that you don't know. The next thing that really confused me was the whole. So anybody in my church who's old enough to be my parent, I've got to call brother or sister and I did not understand because you're not my brother or my sister and I didn't get it old enough to be my parents so I was 10 in church and then there'll be a lady and say her name was I don't know say her name was like Lucy Glove or whatever you can't call her Lucy and you can't call her Mrs Glove you've got to call her Sister Glove or if you're lucky enough to be close you call her Sister Lucy (laughs) and I was like but she's not my sister and there's all these strange little things that you have to kind of just do or get used to that becomes second nature to you when you gro- when you have grown up in church your whole life. But that was not my thing. I was just like, I don't get it. And the other thing, mm, I should probably ha- I shouldn't have been saying this stuff when I was ten anyway. But this has actually carried me through my entire life. Like certain things and asking yourself, oh hold on a second, can I say bloody? Can I say damn? Am I allowed to say? You were saying the other day. You were saying earlier today. Oh, I- can I even say what the hell? Like, are we allowed to say those things in church? And I just thought, guys, are these bad words? Like, I don't I don't know. Like I don't, I don't get it. Mm. I just feel like I think, especially even from an African background, like there's some things that I don't think my parents knew were. I knew they, they I think they knew that they weren't the best English words. But and my parents speak English fluently, yeah, and they've spoken it fluently growing up. But like you know, sometimes like what the actually know how we used to get in trouble with uh, for crap. Oh, I was depends. never allowed to say crap. Depends on how we used it. Um, really? Yeah, and bloody, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Are there swear words? Are, are they actually swear words? Who do we ask to find this information? I don't out? Know, Oxford Dictionary. I don't know. Does it say next to it swear They're, word noun? Um, Lyndon, what do you think? Crap Adjective. and uh, bloody are very um, soft. But are they soft, soft I have a friend swear words? who now, she I won't allow me to say Or are they harsh, normal words? They're harsh, normal words, I Okay. That's, that's the only I got told off recently for saying that. And Apparently I can't realise... it's very vulgar, according to the Oxford Dictionary. It's really? Not, it's very vulgar. Um, and it's it's because it's constantly in the mouths of the lowest classes. <gasps> and it's not a word that's said by respectable people. 
Is that Oxford Dictionary? Yeah. All, all of that sentence for that word. Okay, so that's not technically true. Johnson, 1755, <laughs> says it's a very vulgar <laughs> word. And the original sense. Oxford Dictionary says that it's a word that is now constantly in the mouths of the lowest classes. And have, you by heard res- the, have you heard the highest classes speak when they're not around? They cost the most. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm. Oh, that's, that's a lie. I mean... I, I mean, I guess I could do without saying this. I don't really say that on a constant, I don't think, but I would rather not say it, I guess, then. I'm going to refrain from what I say on a constant because I'm just trying to just keep myself together. But you know yeah. What? Yeah. But growing up, that was a battle. I was like, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, it didn't make any sense to me at all. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's church, maybe it's Jamaican parents. I don't know. But it's, it's not happening. It's a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah. I think the line, to def- the line that separates church and culture is very, very blurred. So I think it's just a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah. It's almost it's almost non-existent to be yeah. honest with you. The, the line. It's, it's, it, I don't think people remember where the religion starts and uh, religion ends and and tradition begins. People don't even really know. No. And they don't bother to go back and figure it out. Nope. And to change what they do. Nope. It's true. <sighs> but yeah. So but anyway. So. I mean, I, I loved going to church. And as somebody who didn't go to church previously, I found the whole thing very strange, but I really, really enjoyed it. However, there were some things that, I mean, the things, yeah, no. The things that I found really strange were suddenly I was allowed to do a whole lot of stuff. And then my mum was like, actually, no, I don't want you watching certain things. And actually, I know the whole world is reading Harry Potter, but I'm going to just have to tell you that, no, I don't think it's of, of God. And I was like, what? like yeah it's from the devil and i feel like there was this whole movement that went around like you can't watch harry you can't read harry potter you can't watch anything to do with witches and i understand where it came from but unfortunately i was a teenager at these times and i'm like what i want to watch charmed i want to watch buffy like i want to watch anything Mm. and there was just this almost like this prison place in you nope you can't watch anything to do with witches i couldn't even watch to bring the teenage witch at my grandma's house i couldn't watch it ever i don't think i've ever watched the full episode (laughs) and i still haven't i haven't read happy with harry potter and I've never watched Harry Potter in like I've only watched it at school and little sections of it I've never watched the full movie it's mad it's actually mad and I think I don't know what my mum was scared of but actually I've watched Harry Potter I've watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch and I'm like mum it's foolishness it's like it's based on it's based I don't know what the real origins of it are but honestly it's made for TV it's not scary it's not the kind of thing that's gonna come in and like inhabit or I don't know like run around my mind to make me act or do very strange things but I think for me, I wanted to watch it even more so because I wasn't allowed to. Mm. Um, and I don't really know what the basis of it was. To be honest with you, maybe it was some aunties, not on WhatsApp back then, but just going around church saying, no, you can't let them watch it. No, Harry Potter's awful. It's just not that serious in my opinion. I don't know if I was not allowed or allowed to read Harry Potter or watch Harry Potter, but I read it anyway. Really? I read every single book. Literally I think my sisters, my sister, my younger sister did. Mm. Massive Harry Potter fan going on, but I, I don't know if my parents really know what it was that I was reading. If they, if they'd try and stop me or not. Oh really? It was too, it was too late anyway. Mm. I was I was already too invested in, in the stories. I was going to find out what happened one way or another. If I had to borrow the books, if I had to buy the books myself, I would have done it anyway. It was too late. Mm. Mm. And the thing is, the friend that I I borrowed the first two books of, I bought all the rest of them. The first two I borrowed from a friend. After that, he wasn't even allowed to read it anymore. Why? <laughs> because obviously his parents found out what it was about and they heard so the hype sweet. when it got the hype only turned up when it was like four books in i think really yeah 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 and so it was, by then it was too late if you're gonna read it you're gonna read it mm. 
But I don't know if they really, if they maybe have a point about stopping the kids from reading that because we're only going to find out now after the generation of kids that grew up reading those books where their heads are at. Um, I don't know if that has any any effect. Yeah, where, I don't where, know where their heads are at, kind of spiritually or whatever. I don't, I'm not sure <coughs> if they if they had a point. That's true. I guess to me, it was just that the whole blanket. I think it was it was the rule of not being able to watch or read it. And it was also like the threat and the worry that if you did read or watch it, then suddenly something terrible is going to happen to you. Yeah. I definitely remember watching something I shouldn't have been watching. And when I say that, I mean something like either Charmed or Buffy the Vampire Slayer and being worried, probably because I wasn't meant to be watching TV anyway. I was meant to be doing my homework or who knows, cleaning the house, washing the dishes, whatever, anything, <laughs> anything apart from watching TV and then my mum must have I think I heard the car coming up the road obviously it jumped up turned the television off ran back upstairs to my room like did some scribbling on my paper and then I remember that evening thinking oh my goodness something bad's going to happen to me because not because I've disobeyed my parents but because I've watched something that's quote unquote devilish yeah I'd always think oh my god the thing would be you now opened up yourself and this house and whatever your room to anything now like nearly like it was a portal see if someone said <laughs> anything, someone said that to me I, yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't believe them mm. if somebody, i just didn't believe them I, i'm gonna watch what i want and i'll be fine I'll yeah yeah he said i want to do what i want to do no but when when uh, they'd say that in church a lot you open up the i didn't i just didn't believe them Mm-mm. because i'd already watched these things and i'm fine yeah. <laughs> so what are you talking about i remember not being allowed to watch even power rangers yeah. what? please believe my mom did not want me to watch power rangers why because it's too much violence, apparently. Oh, but okay. please believe I got up at 6 a.m. and snuck downstairs and watched every episode <laughs> of Power Rangers. It wasn't going to stop me from being a Power Rangers fan. <laughs> Do you know, I I mean, I can't even relate because even culturally, my dad was like, you can't watch people who are not your age mates. So <laughs> everything was out. Everything was out. Um, but um, I'm just thinking, like, I think for me, it was more like music. Like, we weren't, like, we weren't allowed to. I told. I said already on the previous podcast that we, we weren't allowed to listen to like watch music channels and stuff like that. And I remember one time being at like a dance rehearsal on a Sunday. Um, a dance rehearsal. So it was a culture. It was a culture cultural dance rehearsal. Can you show us? Yeah, I can. Really? Actually, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, I can. The cultural. Come dance? on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I did it. For, we did. We did it for. Um, I think. I think from when I was five until I was probably around like fourteen, and we were like in a street. We we danced everywhere. We danced for the the um, president when he came over. Really? We danced at weddings. We danced at events and stuff like that. But anyway. Um, so yeah, so I remember being in like the hallway of our like our dance where we were rehearsing, and some of the other girls were singing um, "Nelly, it's getting hot in here," oh, yeah. and I was singing it with my chest, shoulders, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I I was so young, and I'm still currently so young that right. I didn't understand what I was actually saying. So he's like, "It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes," and I took it at face value. It's getting hot in here, <laughs> so take off all your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> My dad came out, and when I tell you the kind of reprimand, Mm -hmm. reprimanding Mm -hmm. that I got from him, and all the way home, when I tell you he told us off, he gave us a good telling off for the good, like, half an hour we drove home, saying that we're not allowed to sing these songs, you can't, why, who taught you these songs? It was always something to do with music, because I think TV, he'd kind of, like, 
monitor that but with music like in the playgrounds like people are going to sing whatever they want to sing and you're going to catch on to it if it's just like the song that everybody's singing but yeah I was never ever even gospel songs if it was too much boom 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 yeah, boom yeah. that's what my parents would say yeah. if it's too much boom 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 that's not oh of God oh my gosh do you know what my dad used to wash his car I think like a lot of black men wash his car on a Sunday and the music would be blasting all day I'd wake up in the morning and he'd be washing the car and we'd be able to listen to like Mary Mary or anything that was like a bit of a like something something that was just a bit fun right yeah. listen to that me with my bright self I'd be like oh can we have Mary Mary on the way to church on Sabbath no 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 that's not Sabbath music <laughs> I said what he's like no 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 that's music to like in the week <laughs> but that gospel music is not going to be played on the way to church and I was like what I didn't even understand that, that that's a bit mad to be honest if it's gospel it's gospel it was allowed no, at no, all not time really? no not in my house in my yeah. house oh my gosh do you know on that first memory album I sing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and it goes that in the yard I don't care what they're saying <laughs> that is not music of God that's not we. they used to like gaithers and stuff like that so anything, anything that's the thing though it was a matter of taste my dad might yeah. have preferred to listen to some of the other stuff but he couldn't turn around and tell us that we're not allowed to listen to Mary Mary or Kurt Franklin or whatever I don't know what he kind couldn't. of household you grew up in but yeah. Angela and I didn't grow up in that household what? we were not allowed my dad was yeah. like no he's like that's not music for Sabbath no. so we couldn't listen to that on the way to church no or definitely not on a you Friday night you also remember that my dad's, my dad's a musician as well uh, yeah yeah so he's, he's a, I've realised <laughs> recently I've realised recently that he was a little bit more uh, liberal than I thought he was yeah. all these years because Isn't that the let, way though? As yeah, you get older, as, I realize as you grow that wisdom. he's not really. Because it was funny. Because I was in the, in the car with them, and they came to when they were, came to Northampton recently. I was in the car with my parents, and they they were talking about me doing music, playing music outside of church, right? My mom asked the question, is it, is it is it gospel that you're doing? I'm oh, not sure. I and I'm like, I'm like I'm, before I had a chance to speak, <laughs> but I was like, why does it always have to be gospel? Can't you just go out there and and, and, um, and play music if he's getting paid to do it? Why can't, Why does it have to got to be gospel? Yeah, Anyone yeah. else can have a job and work for any company they want. Yes. But if you're a oh. musician, you've got to do do gospel. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, tell yes, us. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't got to say nothing. <laughs> so, my, so all these years, man, I was actually a little bit more... Um, Liberal than I thought, so that's probably why we were allowed to listen to whatever gospel music on uh, whenever. We but funny, to. you know what? Even mm. yesterday, I was at home, um, and so like it's it's obviously so we observe Sabbath like Saturday Sabbath, and so I put on I was list, I was on YouTube and I said oh, I really like this girl. There's an artist called Corinne Hawthorne, and she's a Grammy Award nominated artist, young girl from Houston, I think. Amazing voice, like fantastic, and she sings a song called "Won't He Do It?" Mm -hmm. Yes, he will. And she's like doing a little bit of dancing, and I was just like, "Oh, I like this song. It's cute." My little goddaughter likes it. My niece likes it, and they can just dance around. So it's very like very safe little Christian song. And my friend was just like, "Oh, no, no, no! What is this? This just sounds like raving music." I said, "Raven in which part, please? <laughs> you don't hear this out raving." She goes, "Oh, it just sounds like a sounds like a Drake song, or sounds like a this song." And I said, "It doesn't." She said, "No, I don't like that. That's not gospel music. That's not appropriate." And I thought, even now. So she's now a mother. So like next generation, she's for whatever reason, like her taste is, is that that this is a particular kind of acceptable music and this isn't acceptable music. And mm. even though it's gospel, 
this we're not going to play this on Sabbath. People used to always use that 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 verse saying like when um, King Saul was troubled and and David played him music and it didn't have any words to it, but it was able to cast out demons. And so it doesn't matter what the words are saying if the music is not of God. I said, "Raw, how are you going to tell me?" But you know, also we're not going to get into this, but I think also it has something to do with um, colonialism and um, the acceptable music of the day. Yeah. And that Eurocentric music yeah, preferred yeah. over others. Yep, I think so. And, and and a little bit of like, not self-hate, but I feel like black people are made to think that they're not, their music, anything that sounds even slightly, like white music is, is closer to God. Mm. The, the, the more classical it is, the, more, the closer to God it, it is. You just seem to remind these people that the hymns that a lot of people sing now are tunes from old folk songs that were definitely not gospel songs a yeah. lot of them were mm-hmm. just just that now a few hundred years later we now accept them as hymns these things just keep changing mm. but even speaking about like doing music outside of church and stuff like that so mm. we were having a conversation I think with you Fabrice actually you and Lee Linden but I was saying that um, I was singing um, I was doing some BVs for a gig and it was not to do with church and at the end of the song the band was so amazing at the end of one of the songs I felt the strongest urge to say amen and I said (laughs) you know what I said this is being too church like I literally was about to say amen and I was on the mic and I thought no this is actually gone beyond anything I can actually explain why do I feel the strongest I should say amen after this song? Um, but yeah, it's funny. Sometimes you don't really realise like how churched you really are, like how f- deep it is. Mm. It makes sense because I mean, uh, Fabrice said she started going to church when she was like nine or ten. I I might as well have been born inside the church. Like mm-hmm. I might as well have been delivered there because mm-hmm. I've been there since yeah since since i was born i was even born on the sabbath oh is it special blessing apparently yeah apparently (laughs) so the church is all i've known my entire life same same so much so that i was saying the other day that between the ages of like nine and twelve my biggest fear was that jesus would return and i wasn't ready yep so any any kind of loud noise but what were you doing at those ages nothing nothing what at age? that age, what I was age? probably not nine between and nine and twelve. I got baptized at eleven, okay. and I feel like it was mainly out of fear. Mm. But um, during that time, I was so scared because you, you go to church. And there was a lot of like Daniel and Revelation seminars. Yes. 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 I talk about the end times and how there's a comeback and it's gonna be mad. He's gonna read out. He's gonna judge you and he's gonna mm. read out all the things that you've done. And I'm thinking, there's no way. I'm not perfect. I ain't got a perfect clean record. There's no, I don't know if I'm really gonna get into this this heaven thing. So anytime I'd hear. Any noise outside in the dark? Think I'm thinking maybe this is the, this is the, this is it. Mm. Time has run out. <laughs> I, was petri- I was just petrified of it. The worst one was 1999, um, Y2K, and there was too much noise outside. It was a, it was a Friday evening. There was too much noise outside, and I was thinking, oh, maybe this is it. This, this, is, this is probably the Y2K. right time. Y2K, like 1999, 31st yeah. of December, 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like you don't know because you're I, young. You know, like you were alive. So don't pretend like you don't know. <laughs> Don't act like you don't know what that is. Anyway, back to your story time. I was, I was, that whole night, I was so afraid that this is it. This mm-hmm. is, Jesus is going to come back mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be ready. And he's going to read out all the things that I've done wrong and it's going to be a badness. He's going to send me straight to hell. Oh, but God. at least that was when you were like, how old? How old were you then? 12. So then yeah. after 12, did you still have those same fears? No, I, I grew out of it immediately after. How come? I don't know. 
maybe I thought, okay, we got away with Y2K. We'll right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so it's not I as just, soon as I, I think. I just deal with it when I deal with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but I, do you know what I've got so many of the same stories. Like having, I remember one time when my dad was setting up our new computer, it was Windows, and he the um, speakers were plugged in. And do you know when you st- used to start on your Windows computer, it was like some kind of music at the beginning. Mm. It was so loud. I swear to you, it went off and I thought, Oh my gosh, she's here. Jesus is here. <laughs> I looked at my sisters in fear. My sister looked at me like, what's up? And afterwards, my dad was like, no, that's just a computer. And I thought, thank you, Jesus. You give me another day to fight. And then there's another oh, time was when I was trumpets? walking. Was there trumpets? I don't know. Listen, just really if you loud. wanted to make me just fall on the floor uh, yeah. and have a panic attack, play trumpets at night time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you do not know. That's what they we, say. Why Jesus do we do that? Jesus is going to come at night time. Listen, back, I don't know. He's coming back break. like a thief for the night yeah. <laughs> yeah. the trumpets will crack the sky I know it's true but sometimes you don't really think that far and also there's one time <laughs> there's one time I was walking up the stairs yeah and halfway up the our stairs we've got like a window and the window was open it was night and I looked out the window and I could see the moon but then I could see I could I felt like I could see two moons and I said, I don't know what they have in Daniel Revelation, <laughs> but this sounds a lot like this madness. No. So I can see two moons. And I called myself, oh my gosh, I can see two moons. And she came and she was like, Angela, it's a reflection in the window. I said, Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. And the other time, I said that was when I was still young. Recently I went on like a solo trip to Greece. Um, and I, when I went, before I went, I was like, you know what, this is my time to do like, like devotions and get closer to God. And like, I'm not going to watch any TV mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be praying and writing things and blah, blah, blah. So I get there. Yeah. First of all, seven days, which is too long, but I got there. I was in a really nice bungalow. Um, on, in this resort um but we're like on a hill really close to the water um in a bungalow by myself right. and get inside and i'm like okay first day i stick to my plan of just doing bible readings and praying whatever second day the same thing it gets to the fourth day and it happened to be sabbath and i was just so tired and i was like you know what i'm gonna watch tv so just for those who don't know um certain denominations so for example some of the adventists we don't we take that day off saturday um for friday night to saturday night to not really do any like secular stuff so we just do like church stuff and, and readings and we spend that time with god so that day i decided you know what i'm just gonna watch a movie i'm gonna put on the tv and see what's going on there all right so i watched the movie <laughs> listen <laughs> listen <laughs> my so i was lying in my bed yeah watching i don't know what it was i think it was like james bond anyway um and i fell asleep woke up and when i woke up the the like um credits were rolling right and then suddenly so it was night time at that point and suddenly i started feeling like the ground shake <laughs> listen the table next to me started shaking and i said what is going on and I, First, I thought I thought my bed shake, and I thought, "What's going on? Like that's that's not normal." Then I I thought, oh, "Angela, you're overthinking it." Then I started seeing the table next to me shake and start to make noise, yeah, and it started to move a little bit, and I thought, "Oh my goodness me, what's going on?" So it stopped after like about uh, seven seconds. I went outside. No one like had come out of their bungalows. It was night time. It was silent. I went back inside, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, God was there. It was God like shaking me and telling me, you know what? You shouldn't be doing that." So I was like, "Okay, let me just leave that alone." 
and then it happened again and that's when the TV went off and it said there's an earthquake like it's, there's oh. been an earthquake and I thought I'm gonna die I'm gonna die and I haven't had time to repent of my sins yeah I was so scared I've never been so scared I called my parents off the hotel phone a UK number I was like I don't care how much it's gonna cost I'm gonna call them and tell them guys I love you if you don't see me over the other side over yonder this is the reason why but I love you guys I and swear then- to you this fear of being church and there being an earthquake by yourself and you yeah. just start to think what did I do wrong and have I prayed about everything yeah. have I made everything known like wild so that was more recent but I swear to I don't even know I wonder if this ever goes like I wonder if like was that the same earthquake was that 2005 earthquake uh, no no oh. I was too young to go on a solo trip in 2005 oh, and you've had enough <laughs> How old was I enough. like? We know you're young. When you're in your twenties, late twenties, even thirty. Anyway, do you know what? I don't think I've really ever had a story like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think about if there's something that's really made me scared. But to be honest, when I was at uni uh, recently, yeah. did my undergrad recently. <laughs> yeah. What's your problem? No, no. no. Oh, thank you. That's literally what I was laughing. <laughs> so when I was at university in Birmingham. Um, I remember I went to uni and I was so excited to go to university because I actually, I, I had to take a year in between school and university. So by the time I got to uni, I was just super excited. Um, and I went, went out, I literally went out raving or clubbing every single night, every single night. But I never used to go on a Friday because as Angela mentioned, um, some denominations would probably recommend that you wouldn't, not recommend, but like it's kind of frowned upon if you do certain activities on a Friday night that you could just um, put off to an, another day. I mean, raving is frowned upon in General, but yeah. Oh right, there we are then. <laughs> you know what? We recommend that you rave on a Monday. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe down there where you were. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. So then I don't know what happened, but I think one night my friends are called let's go on a Friday, and I never used to go on a Friday. I was like, no, it's okay. Friday's my Sabbath. I'm not going to go. And they're like, oh, just come, just come, just come. So I don't know what possessed me, but we went to this place. What was it called? It was a really big club. It was a circle. And we'd never really been there before. It wasn't like the normal student place we used to go to in Birmingham. Which, And I say that like it was safer because I don't really think it was, but whatever. We went to this massive club. And similarly, it wasn't an earthquake, but I don't know what happened. But I think there was a massive power cut in Birmingham city centre and it affected the club. And, I, and so I went out and I was like, I shouldn't really be going on a Friday, but whatever, I'm going to go live my best life, like live my movie. Um, went out and there was this massive power cut and I promise you, I started to cry. I was like, oh my gosh, it's over. I was like, oh my it was awful and it's you're right it's a fear and also can i just say why do we always think that christ is going to come back on a friday night i'm telling you it doesn't make any sense he's resting (laughs) 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 it doesn't make any sense and why do we think he's going to come back at night time he's going to come back in the middle of the day when i'm about to cuss somebody in the office because they're getting on my nerves for the 17th time and he's like i've already told you to exhibit kindness that's when he's going to come back I think I always I grew up thinking it could be any night, but the Friday night was just an extra, extra caution. Mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you, I didn't ever go raving ever again on a Friday. I used to go raving Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday. I didn't do it again. And as as they've rightly said, raving is frowned upon. You know, live your life. Everyone's got to go through what they go through. Just uh, you know. No, do you know it's so funny when you said that. I remember that I had one in uni. I remember one night we went to like a house party on Friday. You. Yeah. You. 
it was, I thought I was going to a prayer. No, you did a not. A Bible study. No, you did not. <laughs> How did you dress for prayer so, Bible study? Did you have an eyebrows and makeup? Don't worry, don't worry. Let's say we were going to a house party. Um, and Friday night, to be honest with you, I didn't really go to church when I was in uni. And that was, yeah, I didn't go to church. Every day seemed the same to me. Mm-hmm. So I went up, um, we went to the house. It was quite a drive away. And we were coming back at three o'clock on Saturday morning. Yeah someone was driving us home and we were in oh like there were six of us in the car we should have only been five and he was driving like a maniac yeah and I thought oh my gosh if when I we get into an accident here I don't even care about me dying I don't care about what's happening I thought like when my parents ask what happened and why she was traveling (laughs) yeah on a Saturday morning at three o'clock what are they going to explain to them like what's going to be the reason yeah like I actually I don't even feel fear death anymore after death I fear my parents reaction yeah and with them having to explain I said Jesus please if you let me get home yeah I will never come out (laughs) I don't think I said that I said I'll never get into someone's car that I don't know driving me home Mm. at that time in the morning on a Saturday at least on a Thursday then I can try (laughs) to explain it but on a Saturday morning (laughs) no that fear I don't think it's ever going to leave me I live by myself my my parents really I think it left you I still have that fear I live I'm a big woman Mm. I pay council tax I have my own job I look after myself my mum lives a hundred no yeah like a hundred miles away and even now if something happens to me the first thought that goes through my head is my mum's going to say so why were you out on a Friday evening yes explain to me why were you in Tesco's I don't understand did I send you to London (laughs) for you to be out in Tesco's on a Friday night why were you in Tesco's that's what I always think oh my gosh they're going to find me in an aisle (laughs) I'm going to slip and hurt my ankle and then they're gonna be so but why were you in the test? Can I just say this is a sidebar? Um so a few weeks ago, um myself, Angela and Stephanie, Lyndon's wife, had the pleasure of traveling abroad to America with Angela. Let me tell everybody, yeah, if anybody can't find Angela ever, she's always (laughs) going to be in the supermarket. So if it's in England, she's going to be in Tesco's, but if it's in America, I'll be Walmart, baby. Right? I love it. I love it. Do you know what? My Ghanaian friend used to say to me, the reason why we like the supermarket is because we like seeing plenty. I like seeing plenty. Yeah? I just like it. And plus, I really like cooking. So I would literally... So my cousin, yeah? My cousin loves hair shops because she likes hair stuff, yeah? Me too. I like hair shops. When we were younger, we used to love going to Claire's. It's like you can't... You you feel like you're being overwhelmed with the variety and that's how I felt that feeling that's the best place we went to in America Walmart let me tell me, you I, we oh had my to give gosh. Angela like, a time limit in Walmart and she still did not care so frankly when Jesus comes again you're going to be in Walmart Listen, 100% oh, and I'm going to tell leave me there <laughs> just leave me <laughs> let, let me and you know what she said when we walked in she said this is this is a nonsense that came out of her mouth no, and I, we're going to have to cut this out I, this I, is no no she said guys oh my gosh everything is so big correct this is yeah. America and then she was like oh my goodness I just need to get so many things and I said in Walmart <laughs> like she didn't say Claire's Claire's she didn't say like you know Victoria's Secrets or Bath and Body Works or anything else that's typically no. American she said no Sephora and then she, oh did. Sephora yeah that's different and then she said yeah. yeah but guys because you know what do you know how many times I'm cooking and yes. I'm following a recipe yes. and they're asking me for American things and I yes. said no I said no I don't know you'll get excited over groceries <laughs> oh my gosh and she stopped me oh my actually God. Fabrice told me Angela 
you didn't come to America to do your grocery shopping. <laughs> and she, she literally, she filled me with shame. But really and truly, I would have gone there and done a full, I would have brought a suitcase for full grocery shopping. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> what? I would live my best life. And I was so happy in there. She was oh. excited. Oh gosh. I was like, we didn't come all the way to America if you spend your life in Walmart. Now I look back at the videos and I see the other people that were with me, including Kemi. And I think, right, everybody was not having that much of a good time. <laughs> Do you know when you're having such a good time? Well, you don't realise everybody else is not sharing and in that excitement. And she had a good time. She was making friends. She was witnessing. You were actually doing the Lord's work. I'm telling you, In guys, Walmart. You're doing the Lord's work I stay work on Walmart. it. I stay on it. Let me tell you. You really were. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah. Back to growing up churched. Yeah, I was, I was, I was saying, the, the, fear, the fear left me a long time ago. How really? come? I don't know. I'm just the fear's gone. Wow. Whoa. I don't w- wake up at night thinking that, oh my gosh, Lord's going to come back tonight. I just don't think about it anymore. Do you, I say, but okay, that's good, but it's only good. It could be out English. Is it because of one of these two reasons? Is it because you're like, me and God are cool? So I'm happy for him to come back for me. Or is it because <laughs> I don't care. I said what I said. I did what I did. And, I'm, and I'll, I'll deal with anyone that I don't asks know me if any otherwise. Answer, question. answer the question. Why? I don't oh. know if I want to answer that question. I'm not sure if I want to answer that question. Because I'm actually not sure why uh, the fear is gone. My goodness My gracious God. me. Well, you know what? <laughs> it, might, it might be a mixture of both. Uh, you know what? I think it's a mixture of both. It might be a mixture of both. Yeah. Make sure both. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm not scared anymore because I think you know what, God. Because you're yeah. a big woman. Because you're not young. No, no, no. Because I think God, you love me, and please, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> we know each other. We've been through so much. I think. Well, see that that's that's interesting actually because I think I, I think one thing I missed growing up mm. was um, actually having a relationship. If you if you're if you're gonna go to church, you're gonna have this faith. Mm. Then have a relationship with the person that you believe exists. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's I feel like growing up. It was more of a following a list of rules mm. yeah. lots of do's and don'ts mostly don'ts mm. um, so I think mainly the fact is I've just grown out of that yes. mindset yeah that's yeah. true and yeah I agree that comes with maturity doesn't it mm. some of us mature when you're young yeah. <coughs> I definitely didn't mm. I matured when I was older that's alright I mind it's like mm. no filter um, but <coughs> yeah I think a lot of it just comes from actually I don't want to follow rules anymore and I want to figure out what I'm doing in church and if it's if it's for me then I might, I'm going to have a relationship and it's going to be it's going to be what's well, so not transient like <coughs> I don't know I'm doing a roller coaster sign with my hand but I'm trying to say it's ups and downs um, and you don't always get it right that's true but uh, yeah anyway another thing that i find strange sorry to take it all the way back about going to church is like when you go to church it's really easy oh growing up as a church kid like you just think that everybody around you has the same things and i remember my cousins who didn't go to church would come and visit um, and they'd come for the week or for like a couple of weeks during the summer and my mum would be like okay so okay wonderful so just come and then just bring your church clothes and they'd be like church clothes what church clothes and they don't people you know what guys people who don't go to church yeah or don't go to some types of churches because not all churches are the same well yeah don't go to some sort of church where like not the requirement but like the unspoken kind of like the acceptable norm is for you to wear quote unquote your Sunday best Mm. right or if you don't go to like some sort of faith based I don't say institution but like a faith based 
place where you have to dress up mm. if you don't do that on a regular basis actually you don't have church clothes mm. <clears throat> and I remember there'd be like a mad scramble every single time my cousins came in they'd be like okay what can you wear and what can Fabrice borrow you and I'd just be thinking why are you borrowing my clothes please <laughs> <laughs> why are you stretching out my clothes <laughs> I don't want you to what I was 10 I was like I don't want you to wear my clothes wear your own church clothes but then also I remembered like being going back to my cousins like for the summer um, or just doing whatever and then thinking realising I only had school clothes and church clothes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and that was it and then I had house clothes like I didn't really have do you know what I mean just general casual clothes what did you wear on a Sunday Uh, house clothes house clothes what if you went out then I'd wear to the park uh, uh, hmm. well, if you went outside different. to ride your bike, it's a bit what different. if you're playing in the back garden? There's, to be house honest, clothes. it's all a variation of house clothes. If house I'm honest clothes, with you, house <laughs> do you know what the, what, the day? Others. Can I let everyone know today, listeners? Um, Angela's wearing a very nice top, and I said, "Wow, we're doing sexy, sexy here." No, no, it's just house clothes. I said, "House Listen. clothes." Oh gosh, I've got to remember that Angela's um very East African royalty. Oh yeah, she is. Oh no. <laughs> I think you've got to remember that Angela's very, very young, and I'm oh, just not we're over it. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, the adjectives like sexy, sexy is not of the, is not the spirit of, it's not a fruit of the spirit. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't, I don't involve myself with that kind of stuff. Um, second of all, I'm actually wearing a very long top. Yeah. Up to my knees. <laughs> Thanks. So, also, what I want to say, um, I, was, I was just thinking about, like, talking about clothes. The day that used to fill me with such terror because I only had house clothes and church clothes was Mufti Day or Own Clothes Day. I swear to you, that used to be the mo- stress. Oh, it used to be so much stress. stress, so much stress because my parents didn't understand that they needed to invest in casual clothes. What? They don't get like, it. What do you mean casual clothes? No, my friends only see you. Their friends, my parents' friends, would only see us as children on on at church. Yeah. Or in our uni- like they all care that we're going to school in uniform because you know they want us to do well in school and everything and be good pupils. But apart from that, he didn't care. There was no investment for clothes outside of school clothes and church no. clothes. <clears throat> and I don't. Yeah, I think school clothes in our house came first, followed mm. by church clothes mm. and church shoes mm-hmm. um, and a church handbag. <laughs> and I had church cream as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church what? Church lotion, like church really? cream. What? My mum was like, this is your normal lotion and this is your church lotion. Are you right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My gosh. Yeah, yeah, she I don't did. Really, I don't even get all Because like, there was school clothes, which is quite simple. It's uniform. Church clothes. And then there was everything else. No, we didn't no, live in your house. I don't believe that, Linda. What was everything else? And I'm going to call your mum. And how did you know I had to submit um, like a, a whole proposal for new clothes? And what? And listen, I had to I had to really come with a, why do you need what you're asked? Like, you've got clothes. Why do you need that extra new something? If it was for church, it always went through. If it was for school, it always went through. If <laughs> it was for just casual, <laughs> just meandering around and just languishing, <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, no. So what about, <laughs> what about if you... Uh, did any of you guys do Pathfinders? No. Yeah, no. I did. So when you went to... You I had a Pathfinders uniform yeah, though. Yeah, I Pathfinder. never yeah. went though. You went to camp. What did you wear when you weren't wearing uniform? Kind of like a variation of like PE kit, if I'm honest with you. But like, mm-hmm. it wasn't my school PE kit, but it was like jogging bottoms. Don't laugh, it's very painful t-shirt. time for us. <laughs> it's very painful. <laughs> yeah, it's very painful. <laughs> also, can I just say, yeah, 
When I was in Pathfinders, I actually believe the whole thing of Pathfinders is to make you look as unglamorous as possible and for you not to look cute. It's very difficult to look cute, number one, in Pathfinder uniform. It's not nice. Number two, it's very hard for you to look cute when you're camping. It's very hard for you to look cute when you're hiking. It's just very hard for you to look cute in anything. So, yeah, like, I just didn't. I'm telling you, I had school clothes, church clothes, and then I had house clothes. And obviously, if there was, like, an occasion, so then I had a few things I would wear if I was going to someone's birthday party. But there might not be church clothes, but I'd wear it with my church shoes. I'd take my church handbag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they were, they were special, set apart in different places. You, do you know, I can't be uh, the only church person who's gone through that. Do you know what? It gives me so much you, peace and well. comfort to know that someone else was going yeah. through that as well. I think it's because yeah. you guys were girls, though. Yeah, I think there's more girly stuff that you would set aside for church that you would for boys. Like my brother, so he has school uniform, he has house clothes, he has church clothes, and then he's got like a few, he's got jeans and a few tops and that's it. My my brother has more casual clothes than he has anything else. And I wonder how and how that went through, but you know... Sometimes. Yeah, it's 2019. How old is your brother now? He is now. He just turned 17. Yeah, well, he would. As soon as you turn 16, you start. We started buying all of our own. Before that, and my my brother doesn't work at the moment. So uh, yeah, it's just that's the first thing. Life. We, in fact, after our first job, because me and me and my two of my best friends, we our first job was together at um uh, a theme park. The oh. first thing we the first thing we did after we got paid. Was go to JD Sports. What's theme park is in Birmingham? Huh? <laughs> I just want to know. It's, it's outside. It's in. It's called Drayton Manor Park. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I just want to know because I just, know park just out there, here. Legoland. Just throwing shade. Mm-hmm. Like Corinne, what's it called? Someone's gonna help me out. What's the army that's um in Wakanda? The it's two words. The Dora Milaje. Thank you very much. That's you. I don't know why you're looking at me because I don't know anything apart from Black Panther and. The and, and <laughs> we're not going to talk about that today. I know that. How do you know about Baku? Because um, I watched the film. Oh, right. Yeah. Well done. Of course, Thanks. you remember Baku. Yeah. Huh? Anyway. Not a fruit of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, what church is talking about Black Panther? Talking about how it's uh, how it's witchcraft and stuff. Yes. Really? What? Really? That's what I read on on every parade. I know. Timeline. People are like. I watched it and I walked out. It's disgusting. The witchcraft is so evident. It's weaved into... Oh, yeah, into... they drink that purple stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, haven't heard that, I don't think that, that, that's like the only thing that they're referencing. But um, I think people took it very, very seriously and they were very concerned. And I thought to myself, do you know what? It's just, again, again I think the issue is... Like you have to be very careful when you're telling someone not to watch something or do something based out of fear. Mm-hmm. Like you need mm-hmm. to be coming from a place of like with with a lot of in evidence and mm-hmm. intelligence, mm-hmm. and you can't be speaking to me, especially in 2019. Not me as a 33 year old person, or not even my sister as a 20 year old person. You can't be speaking to us like we're five year olds. Mm. It's just not going to work anymore. But you know what I find very interesting? In fact, people will not want to read Harry Potter, or they want or they don't want to go and watch um, Black Panther. But then these same people will be watching the equivalent of Hollyoaks in Nollywood films and the neighbour oh, yeah. is doing witchcraft on the thingy like, and they'll be there watching it like it's just a regular show yeah. like they, it depends what form it's in like and what they can excuse what they feel like they have the ability to excuse and other things are like oh you know what no that's definitely devilish mate like no I feel like these same people won't have a probably don't have a problem with the line of the witch of the wardrobe no my dad would never anything with witch 
No, I'm just being foolish. Chronicles really? of Narnia. I think even if it wow. hadn't got a witch, we had a lion and a wardrobe. Luckily for me. Was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Are you going forward? Are you going backwards? Is this thing taking you forward? No. So put it down. <laughs> Luckily for me, my dad, he was like really, he was really into um, books. So I was able to read like anything I wanted to read apart from like that Harry Potter stuff. But yeah, like my dad was like, okay, you can read C.S. Lewis. You can read that. Like it's not a problem. Mm. So I never had an issue with that stuff at all to be honest with you. And to be honest, I never woke up and thought, oh, do you know what? Let me try and open my wardrobe. Actually, that's a lie. I definitely did open my wardrobe. I definitely did go to the back of my wardrobe <laughs> to see if I would go to the I never read that book and I can't even relate because, oh, because it was the line of the witch in the what, wardrobe. What books did you read growing up? Or you, you oh, read? several, but they're all like... In Enlightened? I, listen, I used to read like the newest edition of the Atlas every year it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I, I, a, I random, a random one. A random one. Oh my gosh, the Atlas. I used to be, and I used to have a CD that, um, a D, uh, like a DVD, like CD ROM. Is that yeah. what it called? Mm. You oh, put it in the thing. Wow. Girl, I really had to cast my mind to the furthest, the backest of my brain to remember <laughs> that one. So, and, and, um, and like, you would have like little things. I used to read, I used to read a lot of like, my dad used to want us to read a lot of non-fiction. Um, but I did read some fiction, like, like, series and stuff like that i can't remember all of their names but i did okay. and i've read a lot of um um what's tracy beaker's author jacqueline wilson yeah all of her all of her books G- yeah. good children's books yeah. i think i feel like i should have just written her books if i'm honest with you but mm-hmm. i i feel like i used to read this book thinking i could write this i don't know what that says about me as a child but yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually i think you could have written it too it's true, it's true yeah. yeah and then like noughts and crosses and stuff Ooh, like that yeah, 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 yeah. oh my Excellent. goodness me i Shout actually wrote i wrote a whole email to her after reading i just found her email address wrote a whole email to her and said to her i will i'm picking my GCSE I'm, pick, I'm doing my GCSEs and I'm picking my A-levels soon I will change my A-levels just so I can produce your your the film for this book I wrote a long when I tell you a four page letter yeah and <laughs> the woman didn't even write, write to me back I said wow okay oh, but now the film's coming the deep like the, the theatre production yeah. is coming it's about, it's about time listen her, she, Mary Black, Blackman is a whole legend in this yeah story. she oh, really is God. But her her theatre show is coming, so it's in Manchester at the moment, I think. Um, I think it's going to Birmingham, but it's definitely in London at Stratford at the Stratford Theatre in like over the next couple of weeks in May. Really? Yeah, I'm going to see it with my sister. <gasps> she didn't tell anybody. No, she told everybody. It's, it's advertised everywhere. So if you haven't got a ticket to that, please go and support. Yeah, I'm going to go. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I feel like there are kids out there growing up in church that probably weren't allowed to read all these books. Maybe only allowed to read uh, Bible stories. Bible stories. Mad. You could ask me about Bible stories and I'd be knowing them. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, you can quiz me on Bible stories all day long. Yeah. We actually used to have weekly quizzes on Bible stories and you could win money. Really? At my house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I used to win like loads of, at least 20 pounds. What? Yeah. Answering like all of the, the questions and stuff. I don't know if I can do it now, but yeah. Yeah. Matters. The other thing about growing up and going to church is I remember having to say to my friends, um, they'll be like, so I'd be going to school and they'd say, oh, do you want to come around to my house? I'd be like, I can't come around to your house tonight because it's actually prayer meeting. Mm-hmm. And so I can't stay home by myself. So I'm going to have to go to prayer meeting with my dad. And because he's a deacon, we're going to have to get there half an hour early to set up the chairs. Wow. Then we're going to have to sit through prayer meeting. And then if I had lots of homework, I'd be able to sit at the back of church and do my homework. If not, I'd have to sit there. And then we'd have to put the chairs back and then come back home. So that was Tuesdays 
because we had praying on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, my mum would do Bible study. Thursdays, you had to get ready for Sabbath. Fridays were Sabbath. So I actually did not have a life. And I, there's a song by Kiera Sheard. And she said, in the song, she says, oh, growing up as a church kid, every night was a church night. And I said, this is my life. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just me and little old Bristol going through the, the, the trauma, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Every night was a church night. And I get it. I guess you don't want your children to be out here being idle because idle hands. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? However, I do think I'm like, wow, this is like a whole world. It's like, a, it's like if you were to bring somebody new from outside of church into that, they'd be like, what? Yeah. Even the fact that we sometimes spend all day. All day at church. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah. It's true. It's mad to some folk. It's, yeah. uh, some, sometimes it's still mad to me because it doesn't happen much anymore, but it used to be you get to church at maybe 10, 10, 30 mm-hmm. and you'll stay there all day long guys how did we get to church for sabbath school so sabbath school for those who don't know anything about church sabbath school actually starts at what time at 10 o'clock 9 45 to be, be honest like, with in, you in the church i grew up it was 9 30 but we never get at 9 30 so we i get think it, halfway through. it starts it starts at 9 45 is like when they sing and it starts at 10 o'clock and i used to be at sabbath school every week at 10 o'clock i don't even get to work for 10 o'clock i don't I get to work for like ten fifteen. <laughs> so, right. I I used to get to church for summer school, but I never used to get How? the car. My dad, my dad, he has the timekeeping for the whole family. Uh, like his timekeeping is impeccable. He says you don't get there on time; you get there in time. Like you've got fifteen minutes before the thing starts. Like he is is a different. Like <sighs> he'll get there and have extra time before he don't want to get there bang on the time that's yeah, lateness yeah. to him so I said Ross we will be in a car still getting ready because we've been dragged out of the house oh, yeah. without finishing getting ready that's a standard activity I mean yeah. I'm not going to lie to you that now mm. we used to get to church maybe in the last third of um, Sabbath school because really so like at 22 22 11 maybe a little bit before that yeah around that time mm-hmm. yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I did it Honestly, I don't know. I need to Unless my dad that. was playing for summer school and so we had to get there early. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's about it. But guys, like, do you think like with with all of that, and I say all of that in quotation marks, with all of the rules and regulations, actually, do you feel like growing up churched was probably like the best thing for you? Listen, as a child, I loved it. There's a running really? joke to this day that women that remember me as a baby in church keep telling me this story when I was one and two years old. Whenever my parents said it was time to go home from church, about five, six o'clock, I'd start crying. Really? Because I wanted to stay. Where's that child crying? Well, that's when I was a child, isn't it? You're just there, you know, playing with your friends or whatever. I used to love being at church as a a little baby. I think church is great for kids, actually, when they have their friends. I hated church. What? Oh my gosh, I hated church. I I think I only started to really like church after university. What? How? You didn't yeah. go to church? Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. You didn't go? I know. I took a break. I took a hiatus and then I decided... <laughs> wow, check the English, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Hiatus. Yeah, hiatus. Come on. We didn't know about that. English. Um, no. <laughs> I you didn't like church at all. I think but I think all of us as sisters didn't like church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's only but after... It's not, but the, the, question isn't, the question, though, isn't, did you like church? It's more about growing up church. And it's less about what happened on that one particular day and everything else that happened during the week. Because mm. growing up church is about the things that you go through during the week, isn't yeah. it? So, like, as, as a churched child or growing up mm-hmm. and going to church, do you think it's something that actually you're kind of grateful for? Absolutely. I think that... I think there's certain things. So, I mean, it's not evident now, but I think vocabulary-wise, <laughs> King James Version really helped. Oh, yeah, helped. seriously. There's some it words really in King did. James that the normal, everyday people it don't know. It really did. It really did. We could drop a very, very, verily, verily, I say on TV. Yes! Come on! Yes! 
guys, when we did Othello, who understood me? <laughs> who else was using words me? like transgression? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so true. true. Transgression is a big word, you know. King James Version. That's a shout out for King James Version because that really did. And then also, like having us do like... Um, like AYS, like the afternoon program, the youth program. I think in secondary school, when people said we have to stand up and do a presentation, that never, I don't feel, t- I don't feel shaken by it at all. Mm. I actually look forward to it. Whereas I, I realised that it used to really terrify some people. But I think growing up in church, you don't get the chance to be scared about being at the front. You're pushed to the front all, all the, the time, time. From very young. From very, very from young. Sabbath yeah. to singing. You're confident. Stuff, they can call on you to do something and you'll figure it out. And I think that comes from being churched and like being in that situation yeah. i don't know like I spent, I spent my whole life sitting at the front of church on a stage playing music yeah mm. so being on a stage playing music is, is is nothing i see and that's the thing another thing as a musician as a musician it's, it's, it's everything it's yeah. such an advantage yeah. there's two types of people in the music music industry being musicians right there's guys from church the black ones are usually guys from church. Mm-hmm. The white ones are usually um, upper middle class that had the had the money to pay for music lessons. Oh, uh, okay. Those are two types of musicians you'd, you'd mainly see. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a mad advantage having grown up in church and playing every single week, having to improvise, having mm-hmm. to change, having to learn things quickly, mm-hmm. having to play by ear, all of that stuff. It's just a mad advantage. It's mm-hmm. true. They, they do say that it, learning by yourself is one thing and then playing in church when people sing at different paces or they start a key on a key that you haven't prepared for, oh, like Lord. it'll give you different type of training. Or not even... My particular church, for me personally, being allowed to jump on different instruments yeah. every single week. And there was a time where after church in the afternoon, we just have it like a jam session until until we're too tired. Yeah. And Lyndon plays every instrument, everybody. Every instrument, even the tambourine. The triangle. The triangle, everything. But um, no, it's true. I think, I think, and you can always hear actually, when you hear bands and stuff, you can hear the churchness in some people, especially keys players and stuff. You can sometimes hear things like, no, no one plays that chord apart from if you're in church. Yeah. Like, like it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. Definitely. I think, and I think also you know how to carry yourself at work and stuff like that. I think there's sometimes in like really formal situations where you feel like, yeah, no, I know how to, how I need to carry myself in the situation because you've you've done similar things at church or in like different events and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah. Another weird one is um, I remember GCSE, RE, religious education or whatever. Right, that exam was so easy. Yes. All you had to do to get Banged the marks out, got yeah. an A star, was to guys. throw out some Bible verses, some yeah. memory verses. Each one is a, is a mark. Yes. It's, that was the easiest exam I got an a of star. my life. Yes. And really, I didn't really revise. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't revise a, not a single thing. Mm-hmm. I chose, because you had to choose two um, religions. I chose Christianity and Judaism. <laughs> Same thing. Come on. The Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. That is true. No, and to be honest I did philosophy and ethics for my A-levels and even that I found quite interesting I was like yeah 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 mm-hmm. I can I can uh, reason I can understand this but no yeah. you're right certain things just become second nature to you and it does give you like a huge advantage but definitely the confidence thing like I remember so in my current role well not my but at my current job we have a thing called a stand up so there's 75 of us on our floor once a month we all have to literally stand up and give a quick roundup of our different teams 
and many times I have to represent or like people in our team have to do it and it never phases me I'm like okay yeah fine no problem but there's one girl and she's like guys I actually have so much anxiety I can't talk to people with everyone looking at me I actually will like start to faint or fall on the floor if I've got 74 pairs of eyes My looking God. at me I said babe you didn't go to church do you know what she needs to, <laughs> she, she, she needs one quarter in, in church <laughs> just one quarter she'll know I would say to her come to my church and do the announcements once a week for a quarter yeah. you'll be good <laughs> by the end of the quarter you'll be fine but honestly some people really do struggle and I yeah. did, I just didn't appreciate it at all like the home training that you get mm-hmm. that you just take for granted that you don't even recognise as training you just think it's life Yeah, even reading ability having to read out loud all the time and read the bible and read things that you don't really necessarily understand yeah. but you come to understand I think it's just like reading out loud in class that used to be really terrifying for some people but actually really yeah people yeah. used to be really terrified of reading yeah out loud yeah i don't know about that sweetheart yeah no i definitely i think there's some definitely some good stuff as i was just thinking about also because i thought we talked about work and stuff i i've had at work times when i've <laughs> sorry i was looking at the way you looked <laughs> for priest's phone sorry okay go back into this um i've had at work some occasions where someone's given like a long speech about something and i've had a strong urge to say amen at the end Me too. Oh, you and yes. you and urge let's to say just start amen. saying oh. it hold on but can i ask a question what's gonna happen if we just start saying amen all people talk for a long period of time and i slowly start to think that we're gonna pray and then i start closing my eyes what stresses me out about church sometimes yeah and growing up in church people start talking with the prayer voice but yes, they're not praying yes. so then i'm you know you do yeah people who don't go to church mm. someone comes on and starts talking about how they're going to pray yeah. and they start talking in this every eyes closed every eyes closed every yeah. eyes closed and they're <laughs> continuing to talk in that voice and you're like okay so you close your eyes but then he hasn't prayed yet or she hasn't prayed yet then you open your eyes and you're checking to see whose eyes are actually open and whose eyes are actually closed and you're never too sure and then you're waiting and waiting and it's open and closed and open and closed until they say heavenly father yeah just start to pray it's true it's like you don't have to say they don't even have to say every eyes closed they just have to do a long pause like just come here to <laughs> and I think we're praying I think we're praying meanwhile you, this is your preamble couldn't we just consolidate all of this and make it into one prayer I'm not I'm, I got, I'm not a fan of the of the theatrical prayers yeah. I'm not a fan use kind of every single I word may, I may have a quick nap yeah <laughs> depends what kind of mood i'm in and that's a church thing as well guys honestly if you need to know how to nap what you better find yourself in church mm-hmm. you need to know how to nap wake up and recover my dad would tell me that his cousin <laughs> so his cousin so my uncle wayne sorry he's anyway whatever my uncle wayne he'd be sleeping in the corner of church and he didn't like going to church so he would position himself where he would similar to how angela's positioned herself today listeners anyway he positioned himself in the corner see me but i'm really enjoying yeah and just comfortable Mm-hmm. so he'd position himself in church in the corner at the back and he'd put his left arm up on the pew and then he'd hold his bible um he'd hold his bible with his right hand and then he'd open the bible up and he'd go to sleep and then just when his head would fall and like hit the bible he'd turn the page of the bible and he'd be like amen <laughs> and he did that every <laughs> no, single time no, that's gonna be and punishment don't involve the bible the bible has nothing to do with this yeah, yeah. and my <laughs> dad said that his uncle never realized i feel like i feel 
it's so easy to go on the say wrong what you sermon, want to say right will force it's so hard to fight sleep sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes it, i remember I, I remember one event actually when i was about 17 it was prayer warriors and we were all sitting there in church and i've never fought sleep so hard what is it the actual event was called prayer warriors, prayer warriors yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah i've never fought sleep so hard sitting in there but after the after the service is over you've got all the energy in the world yeah, yeah. be gallivanting you know why this is the devil the devil well well I'm telling you, my sister will sleep anywhere. My sister and my friend, yeah, and she knows who she is, will sleep everywhere. She will sleep when she's on the platform, in the platform party. What? what? <laughs> and so she's the, a pastor's so, child. So the platform party she'll sleep are anywhere. the people who have to sit at the front of church, like on facing the stage, the congregation. facing the congregation. Behind, behind, they're, ta- they're, the they're helping, the, they're, they're taking part in the actual service, the <laughs> integral parts of the service, and she will sleep. She will have no, and not, kind of like a cute like I'm just closing my eyes I could be praying no I fall sleeping my head's <laughs> yeah. like on a, I'm sure yeah. I've seen someone sleeping on stage recently. really I can't no. remember when no, I'm that's, not that's out of control I'm pretty sure I've seen someone fall asleep out, what are you doing here so what's bad. going on <laughs> this is out of control I'm sorry how must it feel if you're preaching you can see people sleeping there's got to be a sign I feel so bad I, f- so I really bad. feel so bad I, can't, I feel like it's so hard for me to sleep because I feel so bad how the person and if they call me out I'll be so embarrassed I don't I my face might actually just crack into a thousand pieces and I have to sweep it up <laughs> have you guys ever had to preach no yeah and when I, I was younger God. I had to preach at children's day when I was 10 oh, of course you did that. That. how was it fantastic <laughs> I, when I grow up, I want to have the confidence of Lyndon. Please believe that my mum drilled me through that sermon <laughs> for a good two weeks before that. I knew Aww. that on the back of my hand. Oh. oh, yes. That's another thing about growing up church memory. Also, you know, I was going to say, I really like it. This is such an old fashioned thing. So um, oftentimes in churches or like in like a church service or I don't know, like any other religious ceremony, you might have a, ch- you might have a point in the, c- in the ceremony service, sorry, where somebody has to come up and do like a special reading of a text in the Bible or whatever book. Um, and when I was little, do you think that I was allowed to go up there with the Bible? Mm-mm. No. no you, you had to, remember had to learn. Yeah, memory, yeah. Verse, memory, memory verse. Verses, every you had week. to commit it to memory and you had to go up there and learn it. And then you had to stand there. And my mum used to be like, listen, don't be embarrassed in your race and don't embarrass me. Your yes, race? My, yeah, that was a standard thing. Mom your like, race? Yeah, don't, em- don't embarrass me. Wait, was your church mixed? Uh, yeah, for a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah, I was like, don't embarrass your race. Don't embarrass your race. Don't embarrass. That I mean, that was a standard every day. Don't embarrass your race when you go to school. Don't embarrass your race when you go to church. And I was like, okay, mum. And I had to go up there and learn it. But actually, to be honest, that's why I think I've got an excellent memory now. My memory, was, my memory is excellent. Yeah, it's excellent. And um, I think that's from being a church <laughs> oh, child. Oh goodness gracious! Me. That's true. You are, listen, Bible. There's not a Bible story in the Bible that I don't know. Really? There isn't one I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to beg to differ. I'd like to beg to differ okay, because the other day I referenced a verse and you told me what, and ver- I had. I, I, did I not to say chapter, Bible story? I had to chapter verse it for did you. Did I not say Bible so story? So you told me that verse was not in any story. It was <laughs> a standalone <laughs> verse. What verse was it? It was just a standalone what verse. verse it? Yeah. What verse was I'm it? gonna remember. I'm gonna remember. Oh, you said work out your salvation with fear and trembling that's why you don't tremble or have any fear <laughs> yeah, about your salvation but i had to chapter verse that one for him because he didn't know what i was referencing you know it says studies show yourself approved didn't it Lyndon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, did, I did say but i did say bible story and oh. please it's, please test it me. Might be part of a story. 
story. It's not standalone verse. That is, that's a verse by itself. That's not a story. That's a it's verse. Story of the Bible. Anyway, like I Do said, I, I want to have the confidence of Lyndon when I'm older. <laughs> Linda said, I know any Bible story. Test me, test, test me. me. I know any. I'm, I'm, Look at the strength. Listen, trust me. Yeah? Trust me. Okay. <laughs> I want to have the confidence. There was once, once, like- it was, it was once at school, actually, where the maths teacher was talking randomly. And he was making a joke saying, uh, oh, if I asked you to tell me what the 19th book of the Bible is, you couldn't tell me. I put my hand up and said, uh, sir, it's Psalms. Oh, <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, he said, uh, sir. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Trust me, darling. Well, did you go to a Christian school? No. Nah. Okay. He was, jo- he was making a joke because he thought, listen, most of my the class was probably, was Asian as well. Mm-hmm. So you knew they wouldn't know. Yeah. Forgot about the black boy that goes to church. Yeah, though. yeah. Well. Don't forget mm. about me, sir. <laughs> No. I think I think I wonder I really feel like you haven't committed all of those stories to memory just for oh, nothing Lord. just for nothing I think you want to I think one day suddenly you turn around and you want to be a pastor and I'll be I'll join that black no filter church mm-hmm. <laughs> what like Kanye's yeah <laughs> I'll be there Sunday service mm. <laughs> nah. can I just say though I feel like Kanye has the confidence and the ability to to pull off his Sunday service because he grew up in church. I mean, I'm saying that. Did he grow up in church? I don't know. Should I, I fact check that? I don't think he you did. You don't think he did? That's another thing that church people do. We claim everybody. Yeah, we do. We, do, we claim everybody. We say that person knows how to do it because they grew up in church. That person knows how to sing because they sang in church. That's, that person knows how to play because true. it's true. So we just say it about everybody. I say, uh, that person must And be. especially as SDAs, we claim a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Claim a lot of people. I went to a school event actually. A school a school's putting on like a music day and on the weekend and I just went because I, I was gonna work in partnership with the school and I looked and there was some teenagers playing the keys and I said, You know what, they must be from church, like mm-hmm. they must go to church. I told them, You're from church, aren't you? All of you guys go to church. They're like, Yeah, how did you know? I said, I just knew it. I can sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, like church people we just and we also look out for people who, who are churched as well. But how do you know someone's churched? If they're not a musician? Uh, it's, it's, more, it's more difficult, though. Yeah, because sometimes church people be the baddest people you know. Sometimes. I think what? church people are often the baddest people. I actually know I when someone's a PK. Yeah. Because they're the bad ones. Nah, allow them. Allow them. Leave them. Why? Because I've got some... some I've got friends who are PKs. Who are PKs. And, yeah, and me too. And the reason why you're coming against us because you know it's the truth. No, I've no, because I know it's PKs. not the truth for everyone. Okay, so you're telling it's me at one, point, at one point in their life, they went just doing the madness. I've got a very good example in my mind and he listens to his podcast. He's my boy. and mm-hmm. he's, he's Shout out to Lyndon's boy who's a PK. He wasn't naughty, apparently. Yep, that's right. He was never. He was just really good at being naughty. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, innit? Yeah. He was never naughty. No. I've got a friend who's a PK. Who's that? Um, who's the best of us? Yeah, I've got a friend who's a PK and there were four of us. That just four, means that you were worse, Lyndon. Yeah. Huh? yeah. That just, means, just saying you were the, when he he was the best fear, of us. He became bad. Exactly. Hello? Fearless 13-year-olds, the best of fearless 13-year-olds. That means that you were just worse no, my, my, no, my fear went gradually. My fear didn't disappear in 100% when I was 13. Okay. It went bit by bit as I went towards university. Okay. And then university was gone. Yeah, I think I think PKs or just have no. I my friend's a PK and she's one of four, and two were really good and two were really naughty. So you know, I feel like it's it's kind of it's balanced. It's fifty fifty. Okay. Well, they do things with excellence. If they're good, they're good. If they're bad, they <laughs> yep. really take it to you the limit. You know what? That is what church kids do. Mm-hmm. We do things with excellence. Mm-hmm. I that, I genuinely believe that. Mhm. It's true. 
What about um, youth trips and the madness that ensued uh, when... Didn't go to them. What? No. Not one. Let me tell you something. See, that's why that's why you're so well behaved. I'm telling that's why you, you have no she's stories. Not, let me just tell you. She just pretends, yeah. I just like to give all thanks and glory to Jesus, <laughs> and I'd like to say as well that me and my sisters stuck together like birds of the feather. We <laughs> stick together because I did. We did not like. We weren't business. We didn't want to ramp business with anything in church. We felt like the whole thing was a sham. Actually, not <laughs> lies. And we just didn't like the dynamics of church right um and i think that's i think it's probably the privilege of having sisters who are close in age to you so there's only two years difference between the each of us well there's two years and then my other sister and two years and my last sister like you have your own friendship group so you then you actually have the benefit of being able to say oh i don't really want to go mix we never went, we had to my parents used to force us there's one time they forced us to go to pathfinders campery that's the one time and we said we're never going again they'll just do it once i said yeah okay cool not going again. I used to, I used to love going camping. I hate Cause you were, it because you're one of the bad ones. I wasn't. I hate a campery. I, I hate a camping. Say it with your chest. I was not one of the bad there ones. You were. Steph, can you help me? I don't. I'm not convinced. She didn't know you. She did. She can't I'm help you. Convinced. Stephanie's actually you left You're just going to walk away like that? Yeah, yeah she, she is. Oh, my she can't help. I love it. I hate I'm it not going to allow you guys to, to, to frame my personality Listen, in a certain way on this podcast. You, I was not one of the bad ones. Can anyone that knew me in that period of time will agree with speak me. Speak up. Listen, can, I, can we just rewind? He said, can we just talk about um, the youth trips and I'm the madness to, that ensued? Yes. And then he goes I'm, on to I'm, say, I'm I mostly, loved it. I'm mostly talking about <laughs> the madness that I um, observed. Honest, I wasn't allowed to go on places. I was adjacent to. Adjacent. Adjacent. I was allowed to go on the on the youth trips. Those are like one of the few trips we're allowed to go on, and especially because we lived in Bristol, and so we had friends who lived all over. So we what we try and engineer was that we'd either go on trips like near where our friends were, or we'd say to our friends, "Oh, come on the church trip, or come on the trip that's been organised." And then what you can do is you get on the bus from London and hold our seats. Yeah. Hold our seats. Hold your corner. These bad children telling us the whole seat. What about other people corner, in London that want to see? Anybody try to like rough you up and dash you up sea? And then when it gets to Bristol an hour and a half later, we'll come on the bus and then we've got our seats. And then like, you know, whichever friends or pen pals you've been able to hold on to and become friends with over that period of time, you're able to sit next to and catch up. And that's what we did. You catch up at the front of the bus. Sometimes you want to catch up at the back of the bus. Sometimes you want to catch up with, you know, different people and do different things. And that's what we've got to do. Oh, my God. Different people do different things. Let me tell you something. Those, those trips were bad. <laughs> they, were be- they were better than the alternative for other kids that didn't go to church. Exactly. Them. Exactly. Well, what were they doing? I mean, you might not learning, be allowed to go anywhere. Learning dance routines to like S Club and stuff like that. They were doing regular, regular stuff. <laughs> we were doing that on the bus too. <laughs> Listen, it made it very easy. It made it very easy for me and my, my friendship group to not get caught in the well, the majority of us not to get caught in the madness of these 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 Birmingham streets. What's the because madness of all Birmingham of our streets? I mean, there's madness in, in main in, in a lot of you know streets, but we Listen, the madness we were, of the we were friends. The a lot of my friends were same, the same friends at school, the same friends at church. We rolled together, so there was um we didn't we didn't get involved in in some other. So stuff. hold on, did, were your were all your close friends friends from church? Because my friends weren't my actually my closest friends were my friends from school, my and closest, I was my, yeah my closest friends were friends from church. Yeah. Did they go to school with you? Some of them. 
Oh, that's why. So I actually didn't. My friends from school were very different to my friends from church for two reasons. One, they weren't black. And all my friends from church were black. And two, my friends, like, there was, so they weren't black and they didn't go to church. I remember having birthday parties and, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to invite my church friends and my school friends. And I'm not sure how it's going to mix. And when you're young... If you're doing like a party that's like quite activity based, then it doesn't really matter so much because everyone's focusing on the activity and then they sing you happy birthday and you get a cake and you get a goodie bag and you go home. But when you're older, yeah, and you want to just like, oh, we're going to go here for my birthday and want to hang out, it all just gets a little bit awkward and mm. things that are yeah. acceptable no, to yeah, others yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, what people yeah. wear to your birthday and how people think what's going to go down at your birthday. To be very honest with you, Towards the end of my school days, I just started doing things with my church friends and my school friends mm-hmm. because I, I couldn't handle the social awkwardness of what was happening with my friends. It, it was just, it was very odd for me. And I didn't know how to be, um, not a chameleon, but you know, um, there's a, a number, well, there's a lot of people who talk about code switching as black people and the way that you would carry yourself with one particular group of people as opposed to how you would with another group of people. So the way how you talk to your sisters, Angela, is not probably how you talk to your friends at work if you think you've got friends at work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way how you are at work is not how you are at church. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. all these different environments where you might have a slightly different persona. And I think to now looking back on it, when I was at school, I had a different persona, not vastly different from who I am because I was always louder. I was always energetic. I always had a lot to say. Do you know what I mean? Like, like those things have stayed with me because it's from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like the persona that I had at church was different to the persona that I had at school. And they just, my friends couldn't quite figure it out. So in the end, I said, do you know what? We're just going to be separate and we're all going to be happy. Absolutely. It's so funny when I think back to it. If I was doing something for my, for my birthday while I was at school, you know, I, just, it, I just kept it with my church friends. Did you? Yeah. You didn't invite your school friends? No. Nope. Why? I saw them at school. What? <laughs> they're not your friends then, Lyndon? Not, probably not. Well, yes, they're, they're, no, they're my school friends. They're my, my friends at school. Nine to five. Nine to four. Yeah, nine to four. Outside of that, it was the... But but obviously there was a couple of friends that crossed over both, mm-hmm. um. So they were obviously the closest. But yeah, apart from that, yes, yeah, it's church friends. How nice to go to school with people that you go to right? church with. Actually, yeah, that- we're very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. I think it was. I mean, I never forget when we were taking the eleven plus. Eleven plus is you take it on a Saturday, but there's another special a special day for those that can't take it on a Saturday. Oh yeah, I did so that. I remember sitting sitting in um that room and it was all the men from church. Really, <laughs> taking eleven plus, yeah. I would, it was me and all the Jewish people. That's what I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it was. I was like, what? That's so funny. I, 11 pluses were not there when I got to... Yes, they were. 11 pluses have been there since my parents have been alive. What are you talking about 11 plus were Did you go there? to a grammar school? I'd like to say that... No, I didn't go to a grammar school. Well, that's why you didn't know about 11 plus. <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs> You're not young, you know. Right. Well, they don't exist now, do they? They, they exist now. Okay. They're called entrance exams. Yeah, I, I did an entrance exam. Oh, now you're saying it loud. Yeah, I did an entrance exam, but I didn't do... It wasn't. It was a specific entrance exam for that particular school. Yeah, that's 11 plus. It's the same thing, no. babes. That it wasn't is, called no. 11 plus. That 11 plus is, is off oh. for grammar schools. Can entrance exams. Somebody tell me why. <laughs> I took the exam, but someone's telling me that it was 11 plus. Let me no, tell they you, wouldn't, it's an on the front cover okay. of the exam, it didn't say 11 plus. 
It said entrance exam. <sighs> and I did it at the school that I was going to go yeah, to. So I wanted we, to go so to. We. we all do. We took, we took several 11 It wasn't exams. called an 11 plus exam. Baby, baby. Baby. That is a general term. Listen to your elders. Darling. I, listen no, to the time now. We've no. before, before age, yeah? After, well, after the turn of the century. I'm finished. Was, <laughs> get out. I've had enough. What's going on here? What's really going on here? It wasn't today? called 11 plus. I promise you. I promise you. Steph, was it called? Did you do an 11 plus exam? Okay, babe. That's what I'm trying to say. School. Yeah. Sat. We did sat. No, that's we not. Did, no, we did. We did non-verbal and verbal reasoning. It's just an example. And we're not asking for the educational history. And yeah, because we, obviously you're trying to test me. <laughs> and what then I also did oh, was an entrance exam for my school, and it was not. It was. It was written by the school I was going to. Yes. So so was ours. And it wasn't called eleven plus. They decided on another name. Unfortunately. That was. <laughs> Okay, so when we took our exam, it wasn't called, this is the 11 plus, no, it was the entrance exam for the grammar school that we were trying to get into. Did you take the it general when you were 11 term, years old? Uh, was I 11? No, it was probably before I was 11, but it was in year six, you take it in year six, Yeah, you're either age 10 or 11. I took mine in year five, but never mind. It's not about me today. It's about Angela yeah. and your 11 plus, but that wasn't 11 I mean, plus, but it was. I feel like right now I've been bullied to such an extent that I started to think maybe it was called an 11 plus and that's what you call conditioning. I feel like it wasn't called an 11 plus exam. Uh, when we took it, there was a general term for it. It was called 11 plus. Is it kind of like how our parents called GCSEs O-levels and then it just turned into GCSEs? I've had enough of you your behaviour today. I can't this disrespect. Can <laughs> we throw off? I'm just trying I've to figure out where the lack of Communi- what the miscommunication is but you know it's okay we can call it 11 I'm going to be so I'm going to call it 11 plus I'm going to call it 11 plus just for everybody because I'm so you know meek and mild mm. yeah wait 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 I have a question what are the top what are the, what are the top ways you can tell a kid that's grown up in church hmm. they can sing oh yes. controversial yes that's true I mean Nine times out of ten, if you can sing, you've probably had some uh, gospel experience. Yes. Okay, I yes. agree. You can sing? Playing an instrument? No, not everyone. Oh. But then not everyone can play, not everyone can sing. But if playing an instrument, it'll be more like the way you play. Okay. You play a certain way, I know you went to church. Um, you are fearless about going up in front of and, and, and doing presentations. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. some people at church that don't do that though. Yeah, but, but it's not, it's but not if you the go majority. To, yeah. If you go to a school and you see, and I have to say, you see especially a black child who's happy to go to the front and give a presentation mm. and, and like very outspoken and stuff, most likely they've grown up in church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if the Prince of Egypt is one of your favourite films <gasps> them songs there Prince Guys, of I Egypt I, them songs there I, I only watched it about, about to fall out with like Fabrice no way I only watched about 10 Do you years know, ago I still at least it three day. times you a year you still watch this day yes Lindsay at least three at least three I, times a year me and my sister will break into la 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 listen me and my sisters bond over this film yes because we know every single word every note yes Every song. Lindsay, you're my best friend. You gotta understand. You gotta understand, right? Because obviously, growing up in church, especially growing up at sentiment, is on Sabbath. You can't do certain things. Yeah. But you can put on. You can put on certain films because they're you know Bible story. That one got played 
every I, week. That, that's like I genuinely, every Friday night. I genuinely have. I only saw it for the first time How? ten years ago. No, I don't. I, you know what? I don't know. And I've I basically have watched every Disney film like seventeen times. That's a DreamWorks one, though. Oh, yeah, is it's it? Just DreamWorks, yeah. DreamWorks. Oh, there you are. I don't know. I just missed it. The story goes that the guys that made it, they used to work for Disney, and they pitched that film to Disney. Disney said no, so they moved over and created DreamWorks and did that film. Yes, oh. amen. Look at you with your amen. Yeah, same man. Of course, why not? That, <laughs> that film. Listen, me. That's that, I love that, that film, film is, so much. It's so underrated you, as the well. The songs in that film, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm always like, let me speak out, yeah. I swear someone says it in the thing. I that that film is amazing. That film was amazing. Oh, amazing! Yeah. And the, for Reese to go and watch it again. Oh, to be honest, goodness. my godchildren watch it, and I'm just like, ah, oh, guys, whatever. But I prefer Veggie Tales. I know it's not quite oh, the no. same. No, no. I never what? Veggie Tales. I never nope. Veggie Tales. There are two, t- two, two things I watched right on the Sabbath. It was either The Prince of Egypt yeah. and maybe Joseph King of Dreams. That one came out yes, after. Yeah. That one's also underrated. Yeah, criminally underrated. Yeah. Um, and then the, all the Hanna Barbera ones. Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera. What is that? Stop. What's that? You, you need to just give me a little bit of recap. I don't know what that is, I'm okay. afraid. We're going to have to talk after Hannah the I didn't grow up in church, so I didn't... But what's Hannah... the, ones, the group that go back in time? Yes. Yes! Story keepers! Oh. Story keepers! No, not story keepers. That's white, dead. The white lady... The white lady... A a white lady, a white, white boy, a blonde lady, a, a dark... She, and, yeah, and then a, a, a Indian or something Linden? more dark-skinned boy. Linden. With a, with, a, with a blue cap. I've never but rated you as high as I'm rating you right now. <laughs> I used to bang those I videos know, every weekend. I didn't know that was weekend. what their name was, but I learned something. Yeah, Hannah Barbera I used to watch that all the time. Stories from the Bible. <gasps> oh my gosh, especially the Noah Guys, one. The Noah one about. I used to watch all the time when they go the back Noah to the Noah one. The David and Goliath one. Yes. The David and Goliath one. Queen Esther. Um, I had that one. The creation one as well. Uh, this is oh man, yeah. Hannah Barbera. Oh, stories from the Bible. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really watch this, you know. But you know another thing I used to yeah, watch so when I was older. They're so old. Um, the yeah. gay, the kids, homecoming kids. No, no, no one ever watched that. No, no. no. I used to watch Salty. I listened that's, to that's Salty, the tapes. So, donut and Donut, my, all of those ones, I never watched any of I, them. So I listened really? to those. I listened to the, the tapes, so I knew all the songs, but I didn't watch the video. I never ever knew I never watched Hannah, Hannah, what's it called? Hannah Good Barbera. Hannah Barbera, Barbera used to make a lot of it. Like, Hannah Barbera made Flintstones. That's yeah. why they looked so alike. Yeah. <laughs> they made Flintstones, they made Jetsons, they made all that kind of, all, all the stuff was on Cartoon Network was mostly Hannah Barbera cartoons at the wow. start. But Hannah Barbera also had this little stories from the bible section yes, that i uh, loved and know also every word and every note and every song well you know what Lyndon? you can they still buy songs. it on etsy you can buy it for 12.95 what they had songs in Hannah Road, they're they? on youtube now anyway oh huh? no as in the mute no i'm talking when i say i say i know every note i say i know the notes of the background the music. music oh there yeah <laughs> i was thinking i didn't watch that version you had the deluxe one i didn't Wait, have the, that one the, wow the songs. way the two of you are just going in over your shared love of this cartoon Listen, boy. Yeah, that was such a, a massive part of, yeah, of our childhood so yeah. another thing I think we can add to kids who grew up in like church, getting excited over church cartoons. Let me tell you, I Listen, feel like I'm excited right now. I want to <laughs> watch it now. I I would watch. Um, Prince Steph of knows. Egypt right I'd now and just even even when they start with the Prince of Egypt is my top 10 films of all time yeah it's really? uh, so good though listen my heart yeah my heart when I hear them beating the I I just it just 
To be honest, maybe we should have Prince of Egypt. Maybe we should have Prince of Egypt viewing party. I think we need yes. to have that. Because yes. I've only watched it like once or twice. Oh my gosh, guys. my sisters will come and we will sing the whole thing through from top to bottom. Really? What? Especially since the film is an e- the film is an epic film. It like is. it's. No, I just yeah, guys, no. I just don't get it. I'm really sorry. This is my ambition to make a film that's like between that being born in church and coming into church. You see the the, the passion, yeah. yeah? You know, what, yeah, because Steph, Steph don't have the same. I don't have it. Steph have the same passion. Steph doesn't have passion. Be like me. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. I like the. I love the light. There's a part. There's there's a part in the Prince of Egypt. So, there's a part in the Prince of Egypt where yeah. my little the, my little sister um, there's a part where she cries every time and she and this film came out when she was about one um, and to this day at that point in the film she will still cry oh what part see so, you know, the part where uh, Moses is leaving and he's um, Ramses is calling his name yes and he's yeah, running and out. he's running away yeah. that part she cries every time and she used to cry at it when she was one and a half Wow. From then, she'd cry at that point every time she understood. Yeah, what, the, the prophetic yeah. emotion. Yeah, at one, at one and Just a half. Even the grand, even the, listen, even the, the art Absolutely. and the way the George. Yo, I'm if like, you can see Linton, yeah, he's all kinds of excited. <laughs> my God, listen, that film is powerful. It is. That film is powerful, and it, they should have made more. That's all for today, folks. Black No Filter with. That's why I'm Fab. No IG Angela. LGK Music.